subtle skills, big results. Welcome to the Ninja Selling Podcast. Welcome back, everybody, to the Ninja Selling Podcast. Matt and Garrett, we're back with you again. As Matt says, I'm Garrett, he's Matt, but reverse that because that's not how I would say it. That's how Matt would say it. No, that is how you would say it. I'm Garrett, he's Matt. I'm Matt, he's Garrett. No, don't worry about it. We're, we're in. Uh, we're going. <laughs> to further confuse who's who, <laughs> I want to welcome everybody to the Ninja Selling Podcast. We are going to have a great topic for you today, just to get things kicked off as we always do. Obviously, today you're going to hear a lot of information that's going to make you go, where did all of this come from? Which makes you uh, probably want to go check out, get a little bit more information for yourself so you can go to ninjaselling.com. You can learn all about upcoming classes. You can learn about our coaching program that I oversee and all of our amazing coaches there. Come and be a bigger part of what Ninja is all about. In the meantime, you get to spend about the next 25, maybe 45 minutes with Matt and I, and you're going to learn some great information about a topic that Matt brought to the table today. And I'm super excited to go down this path. So Matt, good morning. Good morning, Garrett. Pleasure to be here as always. And good morning to everybody or afternoon or evening or whatever time of day it is where you happen to be tuning in. So yeah, Garrett, fun topic today. Probably great for beginning of the year topic. And this is going to probably evolve a little bit as we converse about it. But I read this somewhere, probably saw this some on Instagram or something or whatever, some post. Somebody had mentioned a quote of, of somebody saying, you know, are you really focused on your business or are you just focused on the market, right? A lot of agents are spending their time talking about what's the market going to do? What's going to happen in the market? Where's the market going? Is it going to change? Is it going to do this? Is it going to do this? And it's like, why are you spending so much time worrying about what's going on in the market and instead focus on how is my business going to perform? What am I going to do to make my business work in any market, in this market or whatever it is? I think we spend... And I understand why we spend this time because it made me think, I'm like, you know, we do spend so much time talking about the market, talking about the macro, because that's what the news talks about, because that kind of makes sense when you're analyzing data. But I believe I've said this on an episode before, what the macro is doing, what the market is doing does not matter to the individual. The macro and micro relationship in real estate is so different because every individual has their own situation. And real estate is outrageously unique. One property does not equal another property. Even if it's the same floor plan in the same building, it's either one unit up, one unit down, and all of those things have different value to different people. So I thought it was great because now as we're going into the year, there's probably more shiny objects being thrown at people and there's more conversation about the market. Already has been. We're recording this the first week of January and already people are like, oh, mortgage rates doing this. Showing's doing this, market doing this. I'm like, man, we're not even like a full week into the year yet. And people are talking about this. So so that's that's what's on my mind today, Garrett. I like where we're going with this. And you know, one of the things that I was thinking about as you were just kind of getting this kicked off is that if you are somebody that is that worried about what the marketplace is doing, that tells me that you're probably a, a slightly on the out of control side. You are not in control of your business. You're kind of like looking at everything going like, is this a marketplace that's going to allow me to be successful? And hopefully the marketplace continues to allow me a platform that's going to allow me to be successful. And the most successful people that I have known in this business, in any business, they don't care. 
they really, I mean, they need to know what's going on in the market. They need to, be, to have an understanding of it. But when it comes down to them being successful in the market, that is not the deciding factor. And that's what I think, Matt, what you, and this is why I like what you threw on the table here, is that they are looking at it as like trying to decide whether this marketplace is going to allow them to hit their goals. It's going to allow them to get to where they want to go. Again, you need to know the game you're playing. You need to know what the factors are in front of you. But anytime you're putting that much weight on the market, allowing us to be success on the factor of success or fail, you need to step back and say, am I in the driver's seat of this business or am I riding passenger right now? You might be in the passenger seat just going like, ah, like, I hope we're going to be okay. Like, is there ice on the road? I don't know. I don't have my hands on the wheel. I'm in the passenger seat. Ah! <laughs> <laughs> like, that might be who you are. And it's like, God, get in the driver's seat. Come on, grab a hold of the wheel. Figure out where the accelerator is. Find out the brake. And this relates to something you'd brought up before we record, which was, are you monitoring your business in a productive way? We had talked about you know the question that's on the weekly meeting agenda of like, did I run my business like a business last week? Which can be a, a kind of an ambiguous question, you know, if there's not a clarity on what does that mean to you as as an individual agent, because you can run your business okay, just like a job. I mean, at the end of the day, this is what it is. We have a very great high paying job at being a realtor. And so you can just run it like a job and still have success. But if you run it like a business, if you put your business hat on, you get a better sense of clarity, which I think alleviates this concern of, well, well, what's going on in the market? It doesn't mean that we shouldn't pay attention to what's happening in the market because I do think it's relevant. But if you understand your business metrics, then you can make the right decisions well in advance of market shifts or unrelated to market shifts so that you're seeing the successes that you want to have, right? A hundred percent. And I think that when you watch, and this is where we kind of went down this path earlier, Matt, before we hit record, is, is that take somebody who you look at in your world and you're like, man, they are just in incredible shape. They are like a unique specimen. They've got the genes, right? Just like Matt. They've got the genes. They must get it from their parents. Like they have a metabolism that just like, you know, they've got that lucky metabolism. And you look at that and go like, all right, that's from the outside what we see. What people don't see about most people that are in really good shape or they've got that metabolism is they put the work in to make that metabolism run at that level. They eat certain foods that allow their metabolism to run at that level. They are doing certain workouts and they are tracking metrics where they've got the binders they're filling out what this workout was that what the last workout was the workout was last week when we did this exact same activity did i lift more did i lift less was i able to do more reps was i able to was i able to do less reps what caused me to do more reps or less reps oh that night i didn't sleep very well so that i did less reps that time oh i ate these certain types of meals allowed me to do more reps or lift more weight they watch these metrics and all the moving parts that allow them to run their body like a business. They get to see it and work with it on a different level. And everybody on the outside just goes, they got lucky. Look at them. Look at what they're working with. Same thing in business. You look at people's businesses and a lot of people sit on the outside looking at somebody's business and they go, man, they must just have, uh, they got lucky with a database. They got lucky with this. Like, why are they so successful? Because they don't really seem to be working that hard or trying that hard, but they, man, they just, I don't know what it is. There's things going on behind the scenes that 
we don't get to see, they're not going to share it with you. It's not, they're not going to invite you in and be like, let me show you all the stuff I do behind the scenes. That's their stuff. But we have that opportunity to run that way. And, and it's funny, so, so for someone in the gym, they're going to get thrown curveballs. Things are going to happen in their life. Things are going to change. And they know exactly how to keep themselves on course because they, they are working their body like a business. When you look at your business, you're going to get thrown curveballs. The marketplace is going to change. There are going to be different factors that are going to be tossed at us all the time. That's never going to change. Anybody who's listening to this right now, like you're not just trying to figure out this marketplace. You're looking at it. I've got maybe 20 more years in this business, 15 years, 10 more years in this business, and you're going to get thrown curveballs all the time. And if you have a well-built understanding of your business, it doesn't matter. And that's where you need to come from saying, do I have a platform of how I'm running this thing? That's like, hey, you know what? The market's going to do what the market needs to do, but I am still going to be successful. I'm just going to work with what I'm given here. Matt, this is where I love your topic and how it kind of played into a topic that I had kind of sitting in the background here that I think that's, that's the mentality we need to have going into this. Yeah. And looking at what numbers are really important, we all tend to know, hey, what are mortgage rates doing today? What are interest rates doing? What's inflation doing? What are average prices, median prices doing? But then maybe we don't know how many conversations we had last week or how many notes we wrote or what is our GCI currently for the year? What are our expenses? What's our cash flow for this month look like? And those are the numbers that should be taking priority, quite frankly, because just because you know that mortgage rates ticked down or ticked up, is not going to impact your business this week in terms of what it means for your performance. Should you know those things? Yes, of course. Absolutely. It's very helpful so that you are showcasing to your clients that you have a beat on the market. But what's more important, what I would love people to pay attention to first is what are the metrics of your business? What are the performance numbers? What do the reps look like? What do the sets look like? What's your cash flow look like? You know, if you're in the gym running your personal fitness like an athlete, you're going to see a certain level of results. If you're in your business and your high paying job running it like a business, you're going to see a certain level of results. Those are the things. And I would start with Ninja Nine, right? I mean, of course, are we tracking our Ninja Nine? Are we fully understanding? And it's not really a difficult thing to do. And there's different levels of it. It's first just acknowledging, hey, did I do my five dailies and did I do my four weeklies this week? Did I do them? You can, build out a very, very simple spreadsheet for yourself or just a simple column on a notebook to say, hey, did I do this? Or use the fantastic, this is not an ad, by the way, Ninja Planner. Get yours at ninjaplanner.com. It has all the boxes there. You can just check them off and you can literally see, hey, did I run my business like a business? Did I do these things? Then you can take a deeper dive into who am I talking to? Of course, there's always layers, just like there is for an athlete running their fitness. There's different layers of like, hey, did I show up and work out? Did I do the reps? Now, what was the weight? How did I feel? What is the combination of that with my nutrition? So don't worry about the layers so much as just getting started with, hey, I, I need to understand the metrics of my business, the basic metrics, so that I can understand week over week, am I doing the things that are going to create consistency in my business? then you can apply that against the market, Gary. Well, we've talked about this before. It's, it's, it's very similar to being like, oh, yeah, 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 I go to the gym. Well, really, like, what do you do at the gym? Well, there's this great smoothie bar at the gym 
that I go hang out with with my friends. So like it's like, all right, yeah, I guess technically you are at the gym. You are correct. Way to go. <laughs> but it's different when you start to analyze like what am I really doing that creates the results? And that's when you start getting into the reps. You start looking at what type of weight are we using? All these these different pieces of it. If it's a treadmill, how fast was I running? Was I at a at a walk for an hour or was I at a full-on sprint for an hour? Like what type of level are we training at? to produce the results that we want. And Matt, what I think is really interesting as you talk, you go back to the Ninja 9, is that when you focus on those consistent pieces, the ones that allow you to be around people, they allow you to build your relationships, the more you get focused on what level am I doing that system at? There's a difference in writing a note that just says, happy birthday, compared to writing a note that says, this is who you are in my life. And I'm grateful that I get to share life with you. And happy birthday. And here's to another great year. And I can't wait to make more memories with you this year. Two totally different notes. Same activity, same thing going on. But one, you're actually lifting weight. And the other one, you're in the smoothie bar. Just telling you. Yeah. And I think there's even variations in there as well. Because if you're going to go to the next level, you also have to know the first level. How much weight am I lifting? I need to know what exercise I'm doing. I need to know, am I showing up to the gym to be in the position to perform it? So first we need to know, hey, am I writing notes? Are the notes going out the door before we can really analyze what what's the quality of those notes? Because if you're not writing notes, the recommendation is start writing notes and see what happens. And then we can look at it and then say, okay, what's what are the results of that? Great. What kind of notes are we writing? How are we sending them? What's our intention behind it? And then we can say, great, now how do we improve on that? But you can't know those things until you start. And I think that's where a lot of people are at sometimes with their business. And this doesn't mean they're not doing the things. I know a lot of ninjas out there that are doing the things and I can sit down with them and say, great, well, so tell me where this business is really coming from right now. It's like, well, I don't know. I'm like, well, it's coming from somewhere because you're making business. And this goes back to enjoying a really high paying job versus running that high paying job like a business. Once you start to then track what we're currently doing, now we can better understand, great, here's our baseline, here's our foundation. And this is what we can start to analyze instead of worrying about the market because now it's your market versus your business. And it's up to you to decide which one you want to give power to. Do you want to give power to the market? Because if you do, fine, keep doing what you're doing and you'll probably flow with the market. That's typically how realtors' businesses work. That's why realtors' businesses are seasonal. And I'm not saying that you can completely avoid seasonality, but that's why realtors' business go down when the market goes down. They go up when the market goes up. You know, That's why average incomes of real estate agents went up over the past few years because appreciation, right? You're all making more money per deal. But Matt, it drives me crazy when I have two people in the exact same office explain to me two completely different seasonal markets that their marketplace goes through. One's telling me that the winter is the fun time, and that's when all the crazy business happens. The other one tells me winter's when the quiet time is, and then vice versa. They'll flip that whole story when it comes to spring. And it's like, wait a second, are you guys in the same marketplace? Like, What are you doing? And they're like, that's just where our market works, man. We're a seasonal market. Well, so perception of market is the third factor that comes in then. So it's your market versus your business versus your perception of both. Which then takes us back to where you started this whole conversation, Matt, which is like, is it really the marketplace that we need to be concerned about that allows us to be successful and hit our goals or not? Or is it us? Do we need to be concerned about what we're doing 
One of my most favorite things that Larry has said to me, and I've heard him say it to many people over the years, it might be Larry's. He might have picked it up from somebody else. I don't care. But his thing is, is that success leaves clues. I can watch any successful person in any given marketplace that is consistently successful. And I will tell you, none of them are banking their success off the marketplace. None of them. All of them are looking at their their lane, what they have control over, what they can predict, who the people are they're working with, and figuring, okay, so taking a look at this and comparing some of these systems of the Ninja 9 back into you know, how are we looking at the system, they're not looking at us going like, well, am I going to get two lunches in this week? Well, okay, great. Check the box. Got two lunches in. Like I got, a, I got two coffees in. Great. Well, those count as lunches. Let's just count those because coffee counts as a lunch. Well, they're looking at is going like, well, who are the most important people I could be taking out to lunch this week? And they're going into their database and they're saying, okay, I haven't connected with this person in a while. And this person is somebody that I need to be connecting with because they're an integral piece into making my world work and getting me you know, the business that I want to have and helping the people that I want to have. You know, I have an attorney over here that I need to be taking to lunch. They're maybe a divorce attorney or they're an estate attorney. And I'm going to specifically make sure that they don't get too far away from me because they're an integral piece into the success that I'm going to be having to get to my goals that I want to have. It's not just that I check the box for coffee. They are literally lifting the weight. They're putting the reps in with the right people and the right stuff. That makes people on the outside go, they just get lucky. They're lifting the right weight too, right? I mean, when it comes to comparing this to fitness, right? I can go and hit the bench press every day if I want. Depending on what way to put it, just boom, 10 reps, good, feels good, right? But if you're not exercising a muscle to fatigue, if you're not doing the right amount of weight and resistance, and I'm not saying it needs to be heavy or anything like that, you know, for those of you who are like, oh man, I know that's a side note, but you can do every exercise every single day, right? But if you pair it with the right program and the right weight and you're conscious about that and you're saying, hey, you know, this felt a little light, let me put a little more weight on, or this felt a little heavy, let me take some weight off. That's when you are, if you apply that same thinking to your business of who's the right person, this is the right person. You know what? That wasn't the right person, still counts, but like, hey, you know what? There's some other people I want to be in flow with. It comes down to the intentionality will drive the wedge between the market and your business to separate the two so that you can really focus on, hey, how do I want to drive this business? Thinking about this year, Garrett, a lot of predictions from different economists. Lawrence Yoon updated, I think, his projection. It's all over the place. All over the place. But we're currently under the 5 million homes to be sold this year prediction. Did you see Fox? Fox came out and said, we are going to have the biggest decline in home value since World War II. When you compare the percentages, it's, it's nuts, right? And great, cool. These are all cool things. But let's say there is this massive decrease in home sales, existing home sales, right? Under 5 million, which we haven't seen since the 0809 times. Okay, fine. But what does that mean for your business? Because that's macro, right? Depending on where you are, there could be more home sales than happened last year. Or there could be less because that's spread out across the entire country. And as we talked about before, it's all over the place right now, location, location, location. And the question really is, is does the macro number there, home sales, really matter for you, particularly for ninjas? Because if you're running your business like a ninja, this is the advantage you have. 
Because the way I look at it is, okay, well, then if we want to look at the macro trends, if we see home sales overall declining while prices are predicted to stay stable, which cool, awesome news, which showcases a supply and demand imbalance, if you think about it, if overall home sales are declining, that means the traditional opportunity or the traditional methods of I don't even know why we call this traditional. It's just maybe because it's mainstream methods of acquiring business and sales, cold calling, door knocking, expireds, all that stuff is going to get slimmer and slimmer and slimmer and slimmer. The conversion ratios are going to get higher. Whereas if you're running a relationship-based business and leveraging the connections that exist in your network, your opportunity to do deals may not change that much, which means just by default, you can meaningfully, statistically outperform the market by staying the same, which I think is a great indication that your business does not have to connect to the market. And so focus on your business, focus on your numbers, your metrics, your lead indicators, and the lag indicators will take care of themselves. Does that make sense? No, it does. It, it totally does. And I think in this marketplace, from what you're to kind of piggyback on what you're saying here, Matt, and what I'm watching is that, yeah, there's going to be less sales are going to happen. That's been pretty consistently talked about, seen that. And maybe. These predictions are just, they're fascinating to me because it's like, well, we are predicting, which maybe there's some really cool and creative AI out there that's, you know, all of a sudden, and maybe we're just being programmed in a way where we just accept that and be like, you know what? There's fewer home sales. I'm not going to move this year. They said it. People are selling. I'm just not, you know what? I'm not going to move because I need to make that stat come true. Maybe there's some non-conscious weird play there. But I think what's interesting with that whole piece and what I'm taking into and what I'm watching is, is that, okay, so let's say there are less home sales that are going to happen. Usually it's the, um, what I'm watching here is, is that people are not reaching out to strangers and saying, hey, I'm thinking about moving. I think we're going to see less people bouncing off of the, wouldn't it be fun to move? Let's just check on the internet or what and see what's out there. And they're, they're going to be moving because they have to move. They have a life change that's going on. Which I keep looking at and saying, okay, well, ninjas, if they've built their business properly and they're working in their, with the right people and the right relationships, this is one of the best opportunities that's ever landed in front of them right now, this marketplace that we're coming into. We're not hoping that randoms are going to be bouncing off websites out there and we're going to get a chance to talk to them by leads. We're not based off that. We're not hoping that we have this awesome campaign that we're going to be able to knock on their door and be like, hey, are you thinking about moving this year? And we're just going to start to build our, our business out of that. We're not hoping someone's going to bounce into an open house that we have and go like, ah, good. I've got, you know, got a potential piece of business here. We have a metric that doesn't really change in any given marketplace, which is life changes. And as we're tracking those and we're working with these people and we're developing these relationships... It's really like this golden opportunity that I don't think that's the numbers that are going to drop. I think the randoms out there that are bouncing into strangers and you know websites and things, yeah, I think we're going to see a lot less of that. I definitely think that, but not life changes, not especially this marketplace that we're in right now. We are still, we have so many changes between how we're working right now, where we choose to live. There's a lot of people that just picked up and moved all over the United States, and they're all sitting here going, did I pick the right place? Should we stay here? Maybe we should keep moving. Maybe we should find another spot. I've got good friends right now that I'm watching that made a move this last year, and I'm already... They don't realize that I'm watching them. By the way, I don't want to freak people out, but I do watch people. Not like total voyeur stuff, but like I do keep an eye from a distance. 
and I do sit back and make predictions and go, they are going to be moving. Start placing bets on it in my own world going like, I bet you they're going to move. I bet you they're going to move. I bet you they're going to move. And when you look at the simple facts, I'm almost right 100% of the time, just one after another, because it's just the facts. And that's what we try to get people to focus on. To add a kind of concluding thought around this too, I would say we're also talking about a micro portion of time when people are comparing their business versus the market. And if you think about the lifetime of this business being a realtor, like what a cool business. Like your overhead is so darn low, right? I mean, as an agent, even if you have your own office space, like that's probably the biggest part of your overhead, right? Is office space, which you don't necessarily quote need. Not saying people should not have offices. I really, really like offices. But your overhead's so low. So the length that you can survive in this business if things get a little squirrely is pretty massive. Now, I get there's a personal finance thing that happens behind the scenes there too, but that's there no matter what business that you're in, no matter what job you have, that exists. So if we remove that from that, you have an awesome opportunity to create longevity even through changes, business changes. And so if you focus on that stuff, then I think it makes it even easier to say, hey, I really should be monitoring these metrics of my business because that allows me to forecast myself against things that can happen in the future so that I can build a sustainable long-term business that survives through things. And so, yeah, if I have you know sales that are light one month or two months, like it doesn't stress me out. There's just the flow of the things that I need to do because yeah, those two months might be a little lighter, but then there's going to be you know amazing months on the other side of that. I mean, we see it all the time, Garrett, people pulling out six-figure months, right? And they're not doing seven-figure years. And there's nothing wrong with that. That's kind of something that can happen in, in this industry. It happens often. So I guess the whole point of this is, and you've probably figured it out by now if you're listening, is focus on your business. I made a video a long time ago before I was coaching with you, Garrett. Well, before I was a coach with you, you were still coaching me at the time. And I made a video saying, like, keep your mind on your business, right? Because this was back in 2015 or 2016. And everybody was focused again on the headlines, right? And it was like, mind your own business. Stop minding everybody else's business. Stop minding what's going on out there in the headlines. Just mind your own business. Keep your mind on your business, on your metrics, on what you're doing, and you will see success, period. That's it. I know kind of like bringing this all around, you said something a little bit about, you know, going back to the gym, for example, part of you building a successful business as well as building like a healthy physical body through working out the gym, you don't just go in and lift the weight of the people that have been in there doing it for years. You go in there and you start and you work your way up. You start little incrementally, you build and you build and you build. And it's something that I watch a lot, Matt, where people kind of come in and they just want to like jump in and just hit it full on and they burn themselves out. You blow a muscle out and you're like, ah, no, like I now I have to back up completely. And it's like, no, get in there and, and train. And this is where I think a lot of people don't do this with their business is get in there and train in these certain areas and build yourself up and get better and better and better. Get better at writing notes, get better at your lunches, get better at your real estate reviews. You know, get better at when I have a conversation with somebody, do I think I've mastered it 
or can I get better at it with every single conversation I have? What are better questions I could be asking? What are different things I need to be learning about that's going to help me build better, stronger relationships? The minute you think that you're as good as you need to be and that you have that system mastered, I'm just going to tell you you're wrong. There's always a place to grow. There's always a place to be better and to improve. And uh, if you think you've mastered it, you need to take a step back and say, I obviously have stopped growing. I need to always be paying attention. And then that's where this... Let's forget about what the marketplace is doing. And let's look at the things that we have control over. You have an amazing database of people. You have amazing relationships. And you've got a couple simple systems that if you choose to engage them, will lead you to people that need help with real estate. That's this marketplace right now. That's what we need to be focusing on. And again, I think once you understand that, yeah, you'll, you'll pay attention to the market, but you won't make the market be the deciding factor of whether you're going to be successful or not. Absolutely. 100%. Love it. I appreciate everybody listening. I hope you hear this message. I can't emphasize enough how important this one is, right? And I know we combined a couple paths here because it is it is important. It's kind of a short topic when you think about it. it it's an easy decision to make in the moment if you're aware of what you're doing with your business. So hopefully you got some great value out of it. We appreciate everybody who listens to this all the time. And we're growing. I got some big goals for this year for our podcast too, Garrett. So we need your help, by the way. I'm going to put this out there because I believe in sharing goals. I really like to share goals as we've talked about on many of our goal setting podcasts. So we ended the year with a five-month run of 100,000 downloads per month, which was awesome. We ticked over that 100,000, I think, for the first time January last year. And then we didn't see it again until the end of the year in five months in a row, which is amazing. New baseline, Matt, as of right now. It's a new baseline. So I have a goal of getting to 300,000 downloads per month. And where this comes from is I was DMing with Lewis Howes actually five years ago. So this was about a year before we launched the podcast. And I had asked him like, hey, what would it take to have you on a podcast? And he had said, typically about 250,000 downloads a month is my metric. And I had said, well, I'll make it 300 because by the time I hit that, you'll probably have a new metric. Now, maybe that's changed for him in the years following that. But that's where that goal comes from. And it's a big one. And I think we can do it. You know, with particularly with all of your help, I appreciate everybody so much who shares the podcast, who points other people in its direction and listens. And man, we so appreciate each and every one of you. But that's a goal that I have, Garrett. And I wanted to throw it out there to everybody. Well, and I think with you throwing out the goal, Matt, the important thing is is to look at and say, okay, well, obviously we have a real estate background. That's where this comes from. I think the interesting piece is to take a step back and say, well, who else do you think in your world would find benefit in what Matt and I talked about? And it's not all real estate related. Everything we talked about today, Matt, it goes into growth in so many different ways, whether it is your physical well-being or maybe it is you know, a business you have that has nothing to do with real estate, but continuing to grow and be the best you can be. And to help us hit the numbers that you're talking about, Matt, what I'm hoping is the listeners that we have start to maybe think about like, well, who are the people that I have in my world that are outside of real estate that would find benefit in what we talk about? That's what I would... I hope we can kind of grow into those areas. Obviously, real estate's important. And obviously, it's where Ninja was born out of it. And it's what our backgrounds are for the most part. But 
that's the direction I hope this can go in. So Matt, I'm happy you brought it up. I'm happy you shared the goal. You sent that to me in the form of a text and I was like, right on, I'm in. I'm excited to see where this goes. And I think that looking at the growth that we've had, Matt, over this last year, we're closing in on 2 million total downloads. I think if we're not there, right? We're got to be outrageously close if we're not there already. I haven't checked the stats in a few days. Over a million of those happened last year, just alone. I think 2023 is your 300,000 per month year. I think so. We're fast on track, man. So again, love that you shared the goal. Thank you, everybody. I appreciate everybody who tunes in, listens to us, reaches out to us. And by the way, the cards that I received through the holidays of people thanking me for the podcast and putting the information out and sharing what we have was overwhelming. And I just want to say thank you to everybody who took the time to write a note to me. It means a lot. Ditto. And so, hey, if you haven't checked out our Facebook group, we have a Facebook group. Just search the Ninja Selling Podcast on Facebook. You'll find it. Amazing community. A lot of people supporting each other. It's a big community now. So there's a lot of action that happens in there. And there's a lot of great posts. There's some connections that are taking place in there, which is awesome. People are finding other people that they can connect with for accountability, for referrals, all those things, which is just a wonderful thing. So in Garrett and I are in there as often as we can be. We've been a little quiet the past few weeks. Well, by the time this goes out, hopefully not because we were enjoying our holidays a bit. If you want access to us, we're in there too. So hope to see you guys there. Thanks again for tuning in. And as always, have a beautiful day and we'll catch you on the next one. Thank you, everybody. If you enjoyed today's episode and would like more, visit us at the ninjasellingpodcast.com. There you will also find links for more information about ninja selling and coaching. Have an incredible day. 